This is the Champions Coffee Podcast on the Vigo Podcast Network. On this show, we take 20 minutes to celebrate the champions behind higher education student support and experience. These are the individuals who are pushing the boundaries and changing student lives on a daily basis, and we get to hear their stories and their visions for the sector. Hello, world, and welcome to the Champions Coffee Podcast, where every week we have coffee with an education professional who is out there on the front lines, championing students to be all that they can be. I'm your host, Ben Hallett, and I'm the co-founder and CEO of Vigo. For those of you who don't know, Vigo is a learner support platform that helps educators connect their students to all of their support ecosystem, mentors, tutors, counselors, advisors, everything in between. And at Vigo, we really believe in celebrating professionals who make all of these support services, these ex- the student experience tick, which is why that we do this podcast. Today, we are very excited to be joined uh, by Louise Batchelor, University Registrar of Bond University here on the Gold Coast. Now, Louise, she has an extensive career with senior positions across all across Australia. She's lived everywhere. Uh, we have University of Notre Dame, uh, Australian Maritime College, Curtin University, Victoria University, and now Bond University, which is known as the number one university for student experience rankings in Australia. Without further ado, welcome, Louise. Thanks so much, Ben, for having me today. It's great to be here. No worries. No worries. Well, I'd love to kick things off with just going back to the very beginning, Louise. What life experiences motivated you to enter into the education space or you know, what keeps you motivated to stay? Well, it's an interesting, I, it was not something that I had uh, planned to do in terms of entering the higher education uh, space, but I did work in, uh, to, in uh, secondary education um, in Tasmania. And when I left Tasmania um, and went to Perth 24 years ago, that seems such a long time ago now, I worked at Notre Dame. So, And whilst I was working in a financial space uh, at Notre Dame, I then moved into all of the, the student spaces. So a really small university at, the start, at that stage, but I got to be part of every process in terms of what happens for the university, what happens for a student. So from application right through to advancement and alumni um, mm-hmm. through the donor sector as well. So I got such a, a massive experience um, working at Notre Dame. Um, and then I moved to Curtin um, and I took on a lesser role at Curtin, um, but really to get a big university experience. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, an amazing experience. So uh, I was very, very lucky to to um, to work there and, uh, and gain all that experience at Curtin. And I've moved mm-hmm. uh, a couple of places since then. And it's just been a wonderful experience. There's such a diverse um, uh, career options within higher education. Mm-hmm. And 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 just the the outcomes for the students is so re- rewarding to actually see students' uh, success um, and they're they're going uh, into into the world of work and really doing the amazing things that they do um, after that. So yeah, gr- just great experience. Awesome. And and for the uh, for the mm-hmm. listeners outside of Australia, could you give a bit more of a, just a profile of Bond University? So Bond University, um, private university and only private university in Australia, uh, 32 years young. So uh, we're very much a small university, um, you know, probably maximum of 5,000 students and uh, really a personalised approach to learning. 
and our, our students are, you know, are number one, our students are number two, our students are number three. So in everything we do, mm. uh, our students are, are at the forefront of, of all of that. So we, mm. we really, you know, and that's the, the um, you know, number one student experience for those five years has been, um, yeah, a, a testament. Yeah, to I love that. I love that description. Number one, number two, and number three. That's a really good way to put it. Um, and. You know, when you think about that student experience and success, you know, how is that success piece for um, Bond, you know, how is it currently playing out? You know, what are some, some of the things that you're currently working on? Um, well, we've been doing some really exciting stuff and, and obviously over COVID, um, it, things were, were different and we were very fortunate that we only had one semester remote and um, the rest of our, our, our teaching uh, was on campus. And while we went to a multimodal uh, setting uh, where students could join us remotely, uh, mm -hmm. we were still teaching face-to-face. -face. So mm -hmm. that was a really great um, uh, experience for our students. They, they yep. particularly um, when staff and students are furloughed due to COVID, um, particularly, you know, had the isolation period and all of those things, they could actually still continue their studies if they were well enough because they could join us online. So mm. we still we are still doing that at the moment, but at the same time, I think we've all experienced um, fatigue um, mm. over the, the... And I'll say it's change fatigue. We had to change things uh, quickly and often. And uh, so that, that change has brought fatigue with our staff. It's brought fatigue with our students as well. So we've set up a, a new student success and wellbeing portfolio, and that's a real focus on bringing together a range of people and services to really further personalise what we currently have uh, in terms of this student uh, experience. Um, I think one of the big things, um, and, and we've worked with you on our peer mentoring with Limitless Learning, mm -hmm. and that's been a massive pro uh, uh, project, and we've got some enormous uh, success and, uh, you know, with 627 users, 366 mentees, 53 mm. mentors, and, you know, the 99% session rating is fantastic. So yeah. students are really getting something out of that. So we've been able to do some different things, and, and that peer mentoring was to support some of that remote um, yep. as well. So we've had to adapt our, our way of working, and in doing so, we were able to do some cool things. Yeah, awesome. And... And I guess, you know, what's, what, sorry, when I guess, you know, when you go back and think about, you know, some of the work that you've been doing at Bond or maybe even some of your other universities as well, you know, is there a particular student success story that stands out as really a story, you know, a time when your team really got it right? You know, you look back and said, yep, we nailed that particular thing. Is there a particular story you could share with the audience? Um. I don't know that I have a particular story because I think any student that completes their study is a success story. Yeah. So, so um, I mean, every student has different needs. Uh, we try and tailor those needs uh, um, based on, on individual students. And But I think any student that, that uh, completes their studies is a success story and, and then they go on to do greater things. So... Um, I know that we're working, you know, with you now as well uh, on a neurodiverse um, a mm. program for our neurodiverse students, and that's going to be a great collaboration with our um, our uh, partner in Bupa as well as Vigo, yep. and really want to be the thought leaders uh, for uh, in higher education around uh, supporting uh, that capacity for the scalability and the hyper personalization uh, for those for those neurodiverse student groups. 
Mm, I have to say, yeah. it's 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 probably one of the uh, one of the top. It probably it, it probably is the top program I'm most excited about across you know Vigo's work at the moment. You know, I'm really excited to see what we can do with that one. Yeah, um, that's going to be really exciting. So yes, yeah, awesome. And and I guess you know, five years out from now. Uh, where do you see where do you see student experience going? You know, are we talking are we talking virtual reality? Are we talking? Um, I don't know. You know, what do you see in the future uh, in particular? What is your vision for where we need to be in five years? Look, after who, I, I don't know. Well, I don't know because in three, who would have thought when we thought yeah. you know, we were doing two years out? Um, I think, uh, but I think we've learnt so much from COVID about some flexibility that we didn't really have, particularly here at Bond. Very mm-hmm. much an on-campus delivery. We're not an online university, so our programs are not online. Uh, they are multimodal. So we've got two online programs: the the graduate diploma in um, uh, legal practice and our uh, TESOL. They're the only two online programs that we have uh, students mm-hmm. that uh, can can join. Everything else is face to face. So I think that that. Um, so I think in five years' time, um, learning will be different for all students as a result of what we've learned from COVID in how we've been able to deliver things. The change mm-hmm. of work, the working has changed for people as well who work in higher education. Yep. Um, you know the flexibility, the workplace flexibility in terms of working from home. We didn't, I mean, people didn't work from home. Um, uh, not that they weren't trusted, but it was just, you know, it was it was quite different. So we've got that flexibility now within our staffing, um, which means that we can tap into um, different ways of working, which gives us better focus, I think, sometimes on some things. Mm. And, and and I guess this for this next, say, 12-month period or, you know, 12 to 24-month period, what would you say are some of the you know, the biggest priorities for you and your team uh, to be to be achieving? Well, I think from us, um, and we are working in a very online world, and 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 I suppose we we really need to look at how we deliver. I mean, students and staff uh, expect a a superior digital experience. And so we have to make things easy for people. The the administrative side of your your time at university shouldn't be difficult. It should no. be super simple. Enrolling, getting your results, um, getting giving feedback, all of those things need to be simple. And mm-hmm. and I'd really like to focus on that digital transformation uh, in our space here at Bond, um, on how we you know use that technology across a range of services and platforms. Um, Involving students in that design so that we know that it's it's uh, it's critical to the success of of that that product process whatever it might be mm. um, to ensure a great student experience. We don't want to make the process for apl- applying to come to university uh, cumbersome. They'll just give up <laughs> and they'll, they'll go somewhere yep. else. You know, enrolling's the same thing. Submitting assignments is the same thing. Um, so you know. Obviously, we're very regulated as well as an industry, so we have to make sure we meet all those requirements. There's a lot. I mean, universities have massive um, systems to to record all of this data. We have to report to government. As a private university, we still have to report to government. So there's lots of regulatory requirements around uh, different things. So we have to you know, collect the, the appropriate data, report on it, and maintain it. So we have to make sure our systems are capable to do that. Um, but in the same time, those complex systems have to be easy for our students to actually access and navigate, 
to do the things that they need to do because they're here to study. They're not here to spend their time enrolling. They're here to study. Um, and and we have to make that experience really easy uh, for them. Mm, no, definitely. I often, um, I totally agree. And I often think about, you know, the consumer products that we use day to day, the apps we use and the sheer complexity beneath the, the, the surface, but the, the simplicity that we see on top, you know, you know, between like Facebook or Uber, um, you know, to it's so easy to fall into those platforms and suddenly be engaging in them. Uh, it doesn't feel like you're doing much and it seems so simple, but the, the sheer, the complexity on the back end of everything that it's ticking over mm-hmm. and, and making happen uh, for you, just to you only, so you only have to click two or three buttons and a car arrives in front of you, you know, like I think, yeah. Higher education and 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 every industry. That's that, this is the approach we need to be. This is what consumers yeah. expect of us. That's what students expect of us. Absolutely agree. And um, this is probably my favorite question. Uh, what is a common misconception that you hear in the student experience space that you know you don't just dis- you you might disagree with? Um, I'm not sure I disagree with it, but I think we think we know what they want, but I don't think we do know what they want as students in terms of some of those services. And so um, in terms of supporting students, and and we we can tell obviously when they uh, access the service and then give great feedback. So Limitless Learning is a perfect example. I mean, we hadn't done this before, very face-to-face, and uh, but now we're offering that mentor you know, peer mentoring, uh, and and students are loving it. So mm. um, we can't assume that we know what they want. We we really need to work with students as partners uh, about you know what they mm. want. I think that's the biggest misconception is we think we know what they want or they're mm. going to do. So you know that whole journey from from the original inquiry right through to graduation, we really have to understand um, um, uh, their their. The, the whole cycle across that and, and understand, um, you know, how they're feeling across that cycle. Are they frustrated about something? Are they happy about something? You know, so we can remove some of those frustrations. And so I think mm. that that's the biggest misconception is I think we think we know what they want, but maybe they don't. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and I, I think, you know, with, with COVID, this is, like you said, this is unprecedented time and, and we have a whole generation, not generation, but we have a whole cohort of students that are becoming in that have, you know, a whole new way of looking at the world a whole and lots of different needs. And we, we can't assume what they want, what their needs are going to be and, and how that's going to change in the next year, couple of years. Absolutely. We just need to, just need to keep listening. And, uh, and, I, and I think the other, the other factor to that is uh, Chris Ryan, um, uh, PVC of uh, Monash University was just on the, the podcast just before you. And uh, he made a really good point on that as well, that it's, uh, there is also, when we think about, well, what do students want? There is no average student. There is, there's going to be so many different subsets of students and they are going to want different things inside of that cohort as well. So it's complex, uh, but it needs to be, needs to be done. Um, and that's important, you know, in terms of what, involving a diverse range of students. So undergrad, postgrad, you know, um, diverse uh, groups of students. We we need to involve them all around um, what yeah. they want. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, when you think about the education space, who is someone that currently inspires you, and and why? Um, Professor Jane Den Hollander is 
someone who has inspired me in everything that she has done. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was very lucky at my time at Curtin to work under uh, her portfolio and mm-hmm. and we were able to, to do some fantastic um, work um, mm-hmm. on that student experience and transforming uh, ways of doing things. We weren't quite in the digital space that we are right now in terms of uh, the time. Um, but Jane's gone on to do some amazing things. Um, I mean, she's been vice chancellor at Deakin, uh, acted vice chancellor at UWA at Murdoch, um, whilst in retirement. So she's just an <laughs> inspiring um, uh, person in terms of her her commitment to higher education and to students. Yeah, awesome. I I actually love to have Jane um, on the podcast. Yeah. I um. I'm going to use this as the motivation to reach out to her, actually, and and get get that story on here. Definitely. And uh, and and to to wrap up, you know, what is what advice or encouragement would you give to a student about to begin uh, their journey at Bond University in 2022? <laughs> uh, and and reflecting on COVID, I think, and and really, my advice would be get involved. Get involved in the activities, get involved mm-hmm. um, with your classes, obviously say yes to every opportunity. Mm. Um, it really is you don't if you don't know about it, learn about it. Um, you mm. don't know where it will take you, who you'll meet along the way. Um, and the big one is don't be afraid to reach out and seek support and and I think um, you know if you're a runner or a swimmer, you know an athlete and you wanted to get a second off your lap time, you're going to work with your coach to do this. So yep. sh- students should treat um, our support services as their personal coach um, mm. and to get the extra marks on the assignments to, to you know, really understand um, the subject matter um, because it puts them in a great place then for, you know, the world of work. So when they're yep. looking for, for work um, and are, have had that diverse experience, you know, get involved in all sorts of things. There's lots of things that happen at universities um, across Australia it's not just their programs of study or their degrees that they're studying. It is, there's a lot more to be able to get involved in, whether it be volunteering, mm. um, et cetera, and so forth. It, you know, mentoring, being a mentee, um, all, there's just so many things that students, um, yeah. take advantage of. And don't be frightened to say yes. If you don't like it, you don't have to continue. Um, yeah. but, uh, um, but it, it, it just opens your eyes. I think you say yes to everything. Yeah. All right. Love that. Well, on that note, I uh, I think we've we've uh, we've hit the time limit here. Uh, so, for everybody listening, this has been another episode of the Champions Coffee Podcast. Uh, thank you very much for checking this out. If you'd like to stay updated on future episodes, you can do two things: you can head to the Vigo LinkedIn page where we post every single one, or you can go to your favorite podcast platform and you can just click subscribe. Now, thank you, Louise, so much for joining me, sharing your stories, your advice, and your visions for the sector. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Ben, for having me. It's been a pleasure. Oh, great. All right. Thank you.